coming up. And, and the best way that we can do that is to speak the word of God. <laughs> I hope y'all hear me here. Because many of us like to talk about concepts that are might we might deem as good or positive. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's not the word of God. <laughs> the word of God is his word. <laughs> and so what we should do is speak the word of God, not ideas about, about the word, but no, the actual word. God said this. It's a difference when we talk about it that it came from God than if it's we're just talking about a concept because then it sounds like it's coming from us. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. We may not want to hear this, but all human beings are often motivated by things that aren't very good. Whether we accept it or not, there's evil in our hearts. Thankfully, when we let Jesus Christ take the lead in our lives, he can regenerate our motives. Join us for the message series, Travelers from the Heart, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn help us to examine the things in our hearts that motivate many of our actions. Here's the fourth message in the series, Who Are the New Travelers? Part 3. And um, the message series is entitled Travelers from the Heart, and today's subtopic is Who Are the New Travelers? And we've been talking about this. And so there's some things that we got to keep in mind. And one of those things is having new travelers in my heart changes everything. It changes everything, y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, we spend some time talking about the old travelers from the old nature, that sin nature that we all still have. Um, and thank God that God has given us a new heart and that he's given us some new travelers because he's given us the new heart. But that old nature is still there. We still at war with it. But getting these new travelers has changed everything. And then we also need to keep in mind that if I allow the Holy Spirit to control my heart, my old heart will be rendered powerless. So that old sin nature will be rendered powerless as long as I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead my heart. Amen. And so... We got to keep that in mind. And we began last uh, week in who are answering the question, who are new travelers, part one. Um, we've talked about some of them. And so on your paper, write this down. This point was on last week's message as well. But who are the primary new travelers of our hearts as believers? Who are the primary new travelers of our hearts as believers? Galatians 5, 22 through 23 um, tells us here, it says, but the fruit, uh, 22 through 24, that is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And so we see here a list of nine different fruit, if you will, of the spirit. 
and we've been walking through. And last week we covered four of these on this list. And I wanna say that this list is not them all. Um, and we're gonna add a few more to the list today. Um, but I don't, I will still say that those aren't them all as either, but they are the primary ones. And so we talked last week about moral uh, good. We talked about last week about kindness, which is moral goodness. And we talked about faithfulness. Um, and we said that there is no, no, there is no faithfulness without faith. We also talked about self-control, which means to master one's passions, desires, and sensual appetites. And then we talked about meekness, I mean gentleness, which is meekness and, and mildness. And so we're going to pick up from there and we're going to give the fifth one today. And that one is forbearance, forbearance. You can write that down on your paper. And that all that is is long suffering. In fact, some translations um, say long suffering for forbearance. Yeah. And so, and all long suffering is is the quality of a person who is able to avenge, who is able to avenge themselves, but yet they still refrain. And that that's one way you need to think about this: mm -hmm. is that I'm suffering even though I could I can do something to cease my suffering or lessen it. But I have so much long suffering in me, I'm able still to keep going and refrain from reducing it. And let me give you a practical example of that. Now I got some scriptures here to actually give you some biblical examples, but just so that you're tracking with me now, it's like, so um, somebody's doing or saying something to me that's hurtful, whatever, and um, I have the power to say something back, drown them out with my voice, attack back. Mm -hmm. I got the, I'm able to do that. But then long suffering says, okay, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to strike back. I'll just endure it. And some of you might be saying, well, hey, you know, somebody do that to me. I'm not going to just not say nothing. I'm going I'm to come back at them. And you, can, and you think that that's the right thing to do or that you couldn't, you can't help yourself but to say something. I can tell you right now, that is not the truth. You can't help yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you can practice being long suffering. Um, and if the circumstances were different, you would suffer long. You know, if they was, was holding a weapon to your head or about to do something to you and say, if you say something, I'm going to you would know, okay, I better not say nothing. Yeah, and you exercise right. some self-control and long suffering right. in that yeah. situation. Mm -hmm. So we, we are able to do it. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you some, what the scripture says about it and give us a, a practical example from it. James 5.10 says this, for examples of patience in suffering. I like how it says, it calls it here in the New Living Translation, Patience in suffering. Mm -hmm. So think about long suffering as patience in suffering. Mm -hmm. And it reads on, for as examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. I love when the scripture is clear like this. Yeah. It yeah. says, okay, if I want an example of long suffering, mm -hmm. Look at the prophets. Right, so right. now I can now go back and read 
uh, and look at the lives of some of the prophets and mm -hmm. see an example of long suffering. Amen. And, and we're going to do that. Look what it says here in Jeremiah 15, 15. It says, then I said, Lord, you know what's happening to me. This is Jeremiah talking. Please step in and help me push my persecutors, punish, punish my persecutors. Mm -hmm. So just pause for a minute here. You, you, you're getting the sense right here. <laughs> Jeremiah is being persecuted. Yeah. And and God, and he says to God, you know it too. You know how they're persecuting me. Right. Now, I want to give you a sense of this persecution a little bit because Jeremiah was tasked with giving the people, his own people, God's people, a message they didn't want to hear. Mm -hmm. And this, the and Jeremiah is, is known as the weeping prophet because he would give this message of doom mm -hmm. and he would weep while doing it. He would weep um, because he loved his people and it wasn't a positive or a favorable message because of their sin and it would cause him to weep and then they wouldn't receive it. And so he's being persecuted because he's giving them a truthful message that God has told him to give them. They're not receiving it and they're persecuting him because of his message that God gave him for them. Oh yeah. yeah. Preachers, preachers out there can relate to this. You just telling the folk what God says and then they get mad at you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, they're saying bad things about you, speaking bad about you, you know, treating you bad. Cause all, but all you did is told them what God said. And this is where Jeremiah is at. And so Jeremiah is suffering in two ways. He's suffering because of the news that's going to come to him and that's going to be not favorable for the people he loved. Mm -hmm. And then he's also suffering because the people he loved is not accepting the message and, and rebuking and mistreating him because of the message God gave him. Right, right. So he's suffering doubly and he's dealing with this and he claims he calls out to God for help. And then the passage reads on in Jeremiah 15, 15. Jeremiah says, please give me time. Don't let me die young. Mm -hmm. So Jeremiah is thinking that this suffering and this persecution he's enduring might kill him. Yeah. He might not survive it. Mm -hmm. So you can get a sense of how deeply he's, he's being persecuted here and, he's, and how deeply he's, he's, he's having to exercise long suffering. And then he says, don't let me die young. It's for your sake that I am suffering. Mm -hmm. Amen. Jeremiah said, Lord, all I'm trying to do, all I'm trying to say is what you told me to do and say. And the people are treating me bad because of it. They're disowning me. They're treating me like I'm an enemy. Mm -hmm. And Jeremiah weeps over this. And, but we can look at Jeremiah to see what, how he can endure. Because Jeremiah could say, well, God, I'm going I'm to stop telling him. He could. He'd say, oh, I'm not going to tell him. I, oh, I just changed my message and tell him something more positive. And then they'll, mm -hmm. and, and unfortunately, we have a lot of preachers in our world today who do just that. So instead of telling the people what God say, they tell the people what they want to hear. And the people 
think more favorably of them. Yeah. But that's not what God said, though. Mm -hmm. But Jeremiah didn't do that. Jeremiah kept giving them the message of the Lord, even though he knew it would cause them to get mad at him, mm -hmm. angry at him, bitter at him, mistreat him. He endured anyway. Yeah. And sometimes it's not just preachers, you know, those we, you know, common yes. citizens who are call ourselves Christians. Sometimes we don't tell it like it, the Bible says. Absolutely. Because we want people to like us or we don't want people to think about us a certain way or whatever. That's right. So we change or we distort what the word says. Right. And to, to the point she just made, that's why uh, forbearance or long suffering is a fruit of the spirit that all believers should be exemplifying, not just mm -hmm. the prophets or the preachers. Um, we all should be, this should be a fruit that we all bear because of the spirit of the Lord is in us and God has given us a new heart. We have new travelers. Mm -hmm. We should all be bearing the fruit of long suffering mm -hmm. and exemplifying. And, 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 and as we're going to see here, look what it says here in first Peter four, 11 through 13, it says, do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though, as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you, and I'm going to pause on that for a moment because it's saying here, if you have the gift of speaking, and this is not necessarily talking about the spiritual gift of speaking um, per se. It also involves what my wife just said, just the fact that you can speak. Mm -hmm. Then as believers with new hearts, believers who in which the spirit of God dwells, as we covered in a series, we should speak as if it's God speaking through us. And, and the best way that we can do that is to speak the word of God. Right. Right. <laughs> I hope y'all hear me here. Because mm -hmm. many of us like to talk about concepts that are might we might deem as good or positive. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's not the word of God. Right. <laughs> the word of God is his word. Mm -hmm. And so what we should do is speak the word of God, not ideas about, about the word, but no, the actual word God said mm -hmm. right. this. <laughs> It's a difference when we talk about it that it came from God than if it's we're just talking about a concept because then it sounds like it's coming from us. Mm -hmm. But when we reference the word and we say, no, this is what the scriptures say. But in order to speak the word, we got to know the word. Right. And, and, and then we can speak it and we need to know the word deeply so that we can speak it. Or our, our message can be convoluted with other things or, or other sources. And we need to make the word of God our source. Amen. And so it reads on in 1 Peter 4, 11, said, then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Verse 12, dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. So let's stop here for a moment. 
um, here Peter is saying, don't be surprised when you go through some tough times. Mm -hmm. Yep. As if it's strange. Believers ought to, it ought to be normal for a follower of Jesus Christ to struggle in our world, in this world, that's not our home. Amen. Yeah, did y'all hear what I said? It should be normal that it's, it gets hard here. Yeah. This is not home. Yeah. Okay. And you don't, you shouldn't think it's strange that you're going through some trials because this is a place that doesn't receive mm -hmm. the things of God. Right. All right. This is a place that doesn't um, follow the commands of God. And here you are trying to receive and follow the commands of God. And so it should not be strange right. for a believer who's practicing the word of God to be persecuted or go through trials. And the more we get that in our spirit and the sooner we get in our spirit, the easier it is to understand these things and to be able to get through these trials to know that, yeah, it's to come. Well, they say that if you, if you have not, if you're not in the trial right now, you just came out of one. Are you about to head into it's one? one? Yes, right. It, it, it just continually happens. But, you know, we can find joy in those trials as well. We really understand what this says. That's right. And understand also we're, we, we're talking about the new travelers in our heart. And one of those new travelers is long suffering. So God is equipping us to suffer through the trials, Amen. to make it through the trials. His spirit, a fruit of his spirit is for us to have the strength to get through that hard time. Amen. So God has not left us out there alone. He's given us the power to get through. Amen. And then it says here in verse 13, instead, be very glad mm -hmm. for these trials for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. Y'all see what that just said? Amen. It said, don't think it's strange when this world brings suffering to you or persecution. You know, expect it. Don't be surprised about it. Be happy through it because this is going to of uh, being an example of how you are a partner with Christ. Mm -hmm. So when you are suffering or going through that persecution, just understand it's just an indication that you on you on you on the team that Christ is yeah. on. You and Christ team on the same Jesus. team. team they crucified, <laughs> they crucified our captain and our Lord. Yeah. So when we're getting persecuted, we'll be like, yep, I'm team Jesus. Yep. I must right. say to yourself that I must be doing something right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not that I'm doing something wrong. I'm yeah. doing something right Amen. because they're persecuting me because I'm standing up for the things of God. I'm speaking the things of God. The words of God, the word of God is coming out of my mouth. I'm living it out. It's being heard and seen Amen. Amen. by my life. Therefore, the persecution is coming. You should expect it to come. Amen. You should Amen. expect it to come. All right. It just reminded me of a time when I when I became uh, one of my old jobs, uh, I became uh, the union rep. Um, <laughs> and um, I started out with the bang, you know, I, something happened that really got a lot of people's uh, attention positively. And then another fellow union rep said to me uh, something positive. Oh, Robert, you, you, uh, 
you, you, you're doing a good job or something. He said, I can't remember what it was exactly, mm -hmm. but I was sober minded. I said, oh yeah, but the bad stuff is coming, <laughs> you know, cause at that time people were saying favorable things, but I just let them know right away that it, that that's not, it's not going to always be like that. I already expect some folks going to start saying some unfavorable things. Right. And I right. immediately yeah. put that on the table yeah. and I yeah. didn't just, I didn't just bask in all of the glory and mm -hmm. all of the, mm -hmm. the compliments. Yeah. I let it be known that I know, that that's today, tomorrow might be totally different. Mm -hmm. And we got to know that about this life as well. And so that's what we, and I, it, this also reminded me, I was just listening to a, uh, John Maxwell's podcast and they were talking about leaders. And, and you should know that as a follower of Christ, and we covered this in previous lessons and messages, as a follower of Christ, you are a leader, whether you want to, one, whether you see yourself that way or not, because the Bible says that we are the light of the world mm -hmm. and the salt of the earth. Amen. And that in and of itself means that we're leading, we're influencing this world. Mm -hmm. So you are a leader, whether you, you realize it or not. Right. One of the points that was made on the John Maxwell podcast was that the uh, a, a leader... <laughs> A leader never have two good days in a row. Mm. Uh, and they wasn't being literal about that, but they were just saying that it is normal for leaders to have bad days. Yeah. That's that's all they're saying. You know. So you should, as a leader, you should expect tough days. Cause that's when leadership is needed. You know, folks don't need leadership on when the, when the sun is shining. Right. When everything's right. going well, they ain't even looking for a leader. You know, when people look for leaders, they look for leaders when the storms come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So as a leader, you we, you should know that you are the sent in the middle of the storm. You are to lead. That's when your leadership is yeah, most desired and most needed. Amen. It's not needed so much when the sun is shining. Mm -hmm. It's when the rains come. So we just need to understand as followers of Christ, Amen. we're leaders, and that means we're going to have tough days. That's good. So we should expect it to happen. And, and it, it, it draws us and let us know that we're on God's team. It goes on to say, I don't think I finished the passage, so that you will, um, for these trials make, make you partners with Christ in his suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when he, it is revealed to all the world. Okay, I did read that. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then the sixth fruit that we want to talk about, or sixth traveler of the heart, is goodness. Mm -hmm. Goodness. And this is the uprightness of our hearts that leads us to active goodness. I want to make sure we're clear about that. We're talking about... Uh, active goodness goodness that causes action mm -hmm. right not just philosophical or theoretical goodness but goodness that causes action and this is the goodness that's the opposite of malice so we're talking about doing good acts versus malicious acts okay and this is the kind of goodness we're talking about look what it says here in romans 15 14 and concerning you, my brethren, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, 
filled with all knowledge and able also to admonish one another. Y'all see that? Here, Paul declares to these believers in Rome that I am convinced that you are full of goodness. What is it that convinced Paul of that? It's because he knows what God does to the new believer. He gives us a new heart. He gives us new travelers. That's right. That's right. And God knows that. And then they had they had exemplified this active goodness. And Paul says, you're full of it. You're filled with knowledge and you're able to admonish or to warn each other or to teach or instruct each other because of this goodness, this active goodness. And that's an important point to grab here is that goodness allows us to warn each other, to check each other, to teach each other, to instruct each other, to encourage each other because it's a fruit of the spirit. It's a traveler in the heart of a believer. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. How much of God's word have you hidden in your heart so that you don't live according to another standard, so that you don't sin against God? We need to hide God's word in our heart. This is part of the reason why we need to commit it to memory. In order to do that, you got to read it. And then to commit it to memory, you got to read it over and over again. And then you need to meditate on it so that it'll be committed to memory and in your heart. These are things that we got to do because we want these new travelers to dominate the old. Thank you for listening.